Welcome to How You Spend Your Days. The goal of this show is to explore debt, break down the stigma around talking about money, and share my own journey of becoming debt-free. My name is Colin, and this week we have Calvin joining us again for another update. Hello! So yeah, this week I'm going to do a quick update on how December's going. It's December 17th as of this recording. Um, Right now, I have been writing down all my expenses in my bullet journal. I have a little ledger that I drew and uh, have been finding that it's helpful. Uh, Basically, every time I spend money, whether it's on my card or cash, um, it gets written down in the notebook. It doesn't always happen like that second. It sometimes happens um, at night when I do my reflection or the next morning if for whatever reason I don't do the reflection at night. So it's been it's been good to like track it at that fine of a detail. Do you find that writing it actually helps you recognize that spend expenditure more than because all of our all modern credit cards now do that for you. Right. They track your expense, but now you have to open up a journal, flip to a certain page, take, pick up a, pe- a pen or a pencil, go yeah. to that line, write the thing. That yeah, so for me it definitely does um and I've heard stories of other people who have this same ledger like on their fridge, so the whole family has to fill it out. That um, it's like if you're having a goal as a couple or something. Um, because what I know that I do is when I swipe the card, it doesn't mean I'm going and checking things. And after we talked about our expenses in that in episode four, uh, most of the feedback we got was, don't you use Mint? Why aren't you using Mint? And Mint will do this for us, right? It'll mm-hmm. categorize everything. You can You may have to do some cleanup. Uh, and it'll give you a sense of what's happening, but it doesn't really feel as real to me, um, which I think is part of why I got myself in this situation in the first place. Right. Um, and I, in all of this process, I think I've also noticed a personality. There was a show, uh, I think I mentioned it last time, which was Listen Money Matters. They were talking about money personalities. And I've noticed that like when I play video games, like something like World of Warcraft, which I used to play, or anything where there's like money management, mm-hmm. I'm not very good at the money management. Like I'm always like, I always have the things that I need in the game, but I don't have any money. Right. Um, which is pretty much how I guess I've been living things. That is really too. interesting. <laughs> I'm contrasting this to my World of Warcraft experience, and I always had gold. I didn't have a lot of it. Like I, I would never invest the time that some players would do to make a lot of gold in the right. game. But I would also ha- find it hard to spend money in game too, because yeah. I'm like, what? What if this? Thou- I need this thousands of gold tomorrow for something. I don't know. I'm not going to spend it all right now. Yeah, and I think I mean part of this comes from that freelance lifestyle of, uh, in some cases, most of the invoices that I receive have already, they've already been allocated to things. Like this isn't even me spending money on like going out and things. It's like these invoices when they come in are already delegated to these bills right um and then this one's for rent and so forth so um it's almost like you're not making money and then deciding what to do with it it's already decided before it even gets paid to you that's interesting um and so i'm trying to change my relationship with that by one you know creating a savings account so that i have some uh, degree of savings Mm -hmm. in the bank for whatever situation comes up and even that when we talked about that on the show a lot of people mentioned, well, it's actually better for you to have that $1,000 on a credit card, like pay off $1,000 in a credit card than to have the $1,000 in your bank. I agree, especially Uh, (laughs) with credit card interest rates. Yes. And that's the argument, right? Um, But the reason why a lot of people advocate for this is one, it's a goal that you can accomplish that's smaller than getting rid of the 
credit cards. Right. So you can say I got to that thing and then use that momentum. Um, and then in my case, I know this will make me, uh, you know, quote unquote, sleep better, which is you have a thousand dollars in the bank, even though in mathematically speaking, like it is better for it to be servicing debt and getting rid of interest. Right. You have that cash which can be used for things if you absolutely had to, mm-hmm. which I know if you put the $1,000 on the card and an emergency happened, you could put something on a credit card. But not everything can be put on credit cards, and it's not as liquid as, as cash is. So That's true. Um, so I'm going to start with the savings goal, and then you know if I ultimately decide like this would be better deployed to credit cards, then, then I'll definitely look at that. Like If I was looking at a credit card and it only had a $1,000 balance, I would be pretty tempted to just knock it out right away, right. Um, which would feel pretty great. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, part of this has been, you know, it's only been this will be the seventh episode is me thinking about what is my relationship to money? What is my personality around money? How do how has that kind of uh, personified itself in my day to day, which the fact that this has come in my head multiple times, my my shared personality and how I manage like assets in in virtual worlds where, you Mm. know, the stakes aren't real. And again, it's kind of weird because now I'm thinking about all the other video games I play and the currency I have in those games where like even Overwatch, where I'm starting to hate the game now, but I still have all this gold. Is it gold? Gold? I don't know. I don't know. I have all this gold I could be spending on skins or gold weapons, but I I don't because I'm saving it for that, that thing that I would really want. Right. And I think I've had that relationship with money my whole life where... I ha- I actually had to teach myself how to spend money at a pretty young age because I was t- always taught to save and save for that rainy day, save for when you can't work, save for when something bad happens. And I, I did that, but no one ever taught me how to spend. So even though I had a good amount of savings from just birthday money, Christmas money, Chinese New Year money, I didn't know how to spend it. I, I-, I didn't know that $50, I could spend $50 when I had a few thousand and that right. would be okay. I had to teach myself that. It's kind of weird. Yeah, I would say that that's a better relationship to have with money, though, to be able to amass it and save it than to, you know, some people have developed the opposite, which is they're spending right. more than they're ever getting. Um, and in kind of the the typical, like, keeping up with the Joneses, like, using credit to keep up appearances sure. and things like that. Too. Yeah, so, I don't advocate that, but I think there's a there's a certain level of balance involved where – yeah, if you hoard money for your whole life and then all of a sudden something does happen where, you know, you can't spend it anymore. Right. You just wasted like you you wasted a lot of money essentially because you can't spend it anymore. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, you can't take it with you. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you can't take it with you, but if you spend more than you have, then well, you're going to spend your whole life working it off. Right. Yeah, and I've been uh in, in doing this show, it's been interesting to have these conversations with people that, you know, the, the conversation never came up and it wasn't always that it was a stigmatized thing it was just that like it was just not a topic that would come up when we're hanging out with friends and um and i think i've been coming more aware and aware of that and doing the show is that i'm not keeping this project or this goal under wraps but i'm also trying not to talk about it all the time mm-hmm. um because it ha- i have had some people like ask like maybe we shouldn't go to this because colin's trying to get yeah. out of debt you don't want to be known as calvin <laughs> or you don't want to be known as colin the get out of debt guy you just you still want to be colin yeah, I mean, being the get out of debt guy would be good because that's the goal. Um, well, I don't want to be like penny pinching would, every you little want thing. That right? to be your label, though. No, I mean your identity. I would say I'm okay with it until I'm out of debt. 
but I don't want to be that forever, right? And I also don't necessarily, I think the the point is, I don't necessarily want it to rule everyone, like what everyone's going to think about whether or not we're going to hang out or go do something. We can't Um, watch a movie because Colin is the get out of debt guy. Right. Yeah, you don't want that. And I think the important thing for me is having balance to this, which is, Getting rid of all those things, like when we did episode four where we talked about expenses, identifying that I'm spending way more money than I thought in some areas. Mm-hmm. Um, and those areas were not the areas that are the things where we go out and you know do things with friends and all that. And so getting rid of some of those things then makes it so we can keep doing all the things that we've been doing. Right. Um, yeah. So I think that that's been something that's been on my mind mostly just because it's, you know, interpersonal, you know, relationships and things. It's like I don't want that to affect things. Um, and I also don't want it to become something where it's like people don't want to go do things because it might cost money. Sure. Uh, obviously, I'm an advocate for doing things that don't cost money, which is also fun. There's there's plenty of things. To I think I agree. <laughs> I don't think that you have to spend money to have fun. I, I agree with that. So I think that's something that I've been thinking about more than ever um, now that we're, again, December 17th or so, um, which is in full holiday mode. So yes. um, spending tends to be something that, uh, you know, is associated with the holidays. Every ad is trying to part with, you know, my mm-hmm. money, your money to buy something for friends and family and yourself and yep. all of that. So. Yeah. So how do you kind of go into the holidays thinking about money and, I guess, time and energy and all of that? This is the first year where I've used the holidays as an excuse um, to validate some of my spending. Um, And I've realized I've I've spent more this holiday season probably than ever before. Uh, Some of that is just because of some family choices I decided to make. It's not all just gift giving and, you know, extravagant extravagant gifts for myself um but i've justified it by saying oh well it's a it's just a big christmas present it's it's okay it's it's a lot more than i've ever spent but it's just um you know, it's just it's just the holidays um and i i'm sure a lot of people also do that and i think it makes it easier for them it probably you know eases some of the guilt involved or some of the anxiety involved in spending thousands of dollars in a in a one month period on just stuff um, but yeah, this is the first time I've caught myself doing it and just kind of thinking about it. I'm like, wow, it's very easy to spend this, this amount of money. And I mean, cre- the whole system encourages it, encourages it. Right. You know, the credit cards are, it's so easy to make a purchase now. You, you know, your credit isn't being checked every time your balance isn't being checked every time you, you make a purchase and then they figure out the details later. If you can't make your payment, well, they'll find a way to, to, to get the money from you. And none of that is apparent when you're clicking confirm order. And right. It comes up later on. Well, and a lot of that existed before credit cards. It True. used to just be called layaway. Uh, <laughs> well, it's before my time. I yeah. Guess. I mean, being able to take a thing and pay for it over time uh, was is something that department stores created, you know, uh, and you could pay for it over time and, and not have to, uh, you know, it, take away the sting of paying for it all at once. But right. you are paying for it and you're paying interest and it's basically like using a credit card. And so, um, you know, consumerism, one could argue, is, is higher than ever. Um, and like you said, some of the things aren't present. Some of those might be experiences or trips or whatever that might be. Right. Um, which to me, I'm starting to put more energy into things like that, where it's uh, I would rather spend money to go do something with people than to buy something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even this holiday season, my goal has been 
to make things. Um, I have lots of just things that I've accumulated, projects and things that I've, you know, wanted to do. And they're already things I bought. And mm-hmm. they're all projects that, you know, are made by me and that can then, you know, be gifted. And it's not something you can buy in the store. So right. it's, it's a little different, more unique. And it does, I would say, you know, in my opinion, it, it means a little more when someone knows you've put 10 hours into making a thing mm-hmm. versus just going out and swiping a credit card. Yeah. And I think that's where that balance of like, you know, it's probably cheaper to go spend something. Like, oh, I'm but, sure. You know, that 10 hours of time is not 10 hours of time where I was going to be 100% working. So right. I enjoyed making those things. You know, I know what they're going to go towards. Um, I've been, you know, just like I'm trying not to talk about money all the time. I'm also not trying to create this like 100% efficient, effective lifestyle either to get out of debt as fast as possible. Like the goal is to get out of debt as fast as possible so that I'm not paying interest forever. Right. Um, but I also realize that I have to rest. I have to take a break so that I can get through this. You know, it's, it's the whole, uh, it's a marathon, not a sprint mentality. Yeah. So, um, I think one of the biggest things I'm going to be doing starting in January is the episode titles are going to change to be the episode number and then the amount of debt um, so that the, that number can be tracked like in your podcast player, which um, I think these episodes, a lot of these are the setup, right? It's the mm-hmm. what I'm thinking about money, how I'm you know evaluating what my relationship is with money and those people around me and, and my relationship to how I spend money. And then now it's putting putting the pedal to the gas and just doing the work and work and getting that debt down. Wow, that's kind of well. I, ideally, that number is going to go down with each episode. Um, yeah, but even if it goes up, you can talk about how that happened. That is the goal. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not putting anything new on any of those cards. They're mm-hmm. effectively, you know, they're not literally frozen, but they're not in my wallet. Yeah. Um, they're not tied to you know Amazon or anything like that. So. Um, if they're going up now, it's because of interest. And so, you know, I've been paying minimum payments on those. Making those changes is going to be the next next goal. Cool. With all of that in mind, with the holidays and um, starting a new year, I'm mostly excited about, you know, using January as like a clean slate like most people do for yes. fitness and it's very cliche. resolutions and things. But um, for me, we'll talk about this in January, but there's a lot of things that kind of like the clock literally resets for. So, um that will be important. Obviously, new tax year, mm-hmm. uh, making sure that 2019 is done properly so I'm not accumulating more debt uh, in the way of taxes and things like that. Yeah. Um, and we've been talking about jobs over the last couple episodes as well, like whether or not I can actually accomplish trying to increase my freelancing or double it even, um, which is the goal, or um, to actually go ahead and get a job. Um, which is also a good, you have a job, Colin. good time to do that. I do have a job, but it needs to make sure that it can pay me well enough for the amount of time that I'm putting into it because um, I do work a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not to complain. I enjoy working, but it, when you work a lot, you should see the benefits of that. So Yes. Yeah, so figuring that out. Um, and I'm pretty excited about what work I do have lined up. Uh, and thankfully a lot of clients go on vacation and things right about now. So things are getting a little bit calmer. We can focus on the show Mm -hmm. and, uh, we'll see how we get set up for January, 2019. Yeah. And there's, well, a hopefully not so secret project that we will be working on soon. Yes. That project won't, 
initially be making any money. Yeah. So it's a fun project. It'll be a good project to help you to learn how to <laughs> yeah, code. It'll help me. Um, I don't know if it'll help you. It'll help me take my mind off some things. <laughs> so that's good. Um, we'll talk about that project. We, we've teased it on Calvin's podcast as well, um, which I guess we'll go ahead and let you, uh, we'll wrap this up with you plugging your show and where we can find you and then uh, we'll wrap up. Sure. Uh, so my name's Calvin Fung. I'm learning how to code right now. Uh, you can find my show at codingwithcalvin.com. Uh, it's also where I add little blogs and stuff. Um, of course, you can find me on iTunes. Um, and uh, yeah, check it out, codingwithcalvin.com. Awesome. Yeah. So like we talked about on the last time he was on uh, Accountability Podcast for the win. Um, as always, you can find uh, this show at howyouspendyourdays.com. Uh, I have a really cool financial independence uh, dashboard that I've been working on um, that will be published there as a Google Doc, so you can follow along. Um, that should be up before January, so we'll be able to actually follow along uh, in real time. And again, we'll have that in the episode titles as well. Uh, if you like what you're listening to and you want to give us a review, you can hop over to iTunes. It really helps other people find the show. Uh, I'm hoping that what I'm doing here is going to help other people um, to try to put some of these practices in, into effect for themselves, uh, as well as um, you know work towards uh, debt freedom as well. And if, uh, if no one else does and just I do, then that's pretty great too. So um, heading towards debt freedom, that's the goal. Uh, you can find me online at Colin Loretz on Twitter, and uh, we will catch you in next week for episode eight. See ya. Bye. Music in this episode from Blue Dot Sessions. Mm-hmm.